This is Jerry Bingham, host of Hush Loudly on WGN+. I was always intrigued and struggling and trying to be supportive of my students in the classroom who never spoke up in class. And usually class participation was a big part of people's grades. I'd ask a question and you could see all this brilliant thinking going on in their head, but they could not get it out into the airtime in the classroom. Hi, I'm Mary Shapiro, the developer and instructor for Harvard University's professional development program, their course called Introverts as Leaders, and you're listening to Hush Loudly on WGN. This is Jerry Bingham from Hush Loudly, where we talk about all things introverted, and we continue to educate, empower, and advocate for introverts. And we're ready to start a new episode with someone that I'm very excited for you to meet. I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Mary Shapiro. For more than 30 years... Mary has focused on leadership and how organizations and people of different social identities can best contribute and lead. That focus is seen in her work as a professor, an executive trainer, a researcher, and a consultant working in organizations to build more inclusive cultures. As a professor in the business school at Simmons University and as a fellow in Simmons Institute of Inclusive Leadership, she has taught MBA and undergrads and executives she teaches teaches organization behavior courses in leadership and teams as the inaugural endowed position of the trust professorship of leadership development she developed a university-wide undergraduate leadership curriculum it was in that context Shapiro designed and taught leading quietly a course for introverts as a scholar Shapiro researches and publishes in the areas of women, their careers, risk-taking, and their use of power, and organizational efforts in moving towards gender equity. In 2015, Harvard Business School Press published her book, The HBS Guide to Leading Teams, which captured the strategies and stories from 25 years of working with teams. She has also co-authored two books on interviewing and career strategies, recognizing the nuances of many dimensions of diversity. Her case studies featuring women protagonists leading change are distributed through Harvard Business School Press. Throughout her career, Mary has consulted with Fortune 500 companies, private institutions, and nonprofits, including organizations such as CVS, Liberty Mutual, Harvard University, and Partners Healthcare. She works with numerous boards of directors in strategic planning and for six years served as first vice chair of the Girl Scouts of Eastern Massachusetts. She received her MBA and MS in economics from Wright State University in Dayton, Ohio. Mary, welcome to Hush Loudly. Great. Thank you, Jerry. It's great to hear your voice again and to be back together. <laughs> so, Mary, I ask every guest on my show, are you an introvert? I am definitely an introvert, and that's from my own self-knowledge, but from any diagnostic I take, it says I'm an introvert, and I also feel like I have also learned and gotten capable at a lot of extroverted behaviors, but I am, my heart 
is a, is an introvert. Well, you know, that's how the Myers-Briggs folks talk about it now. They say it's a preference and that no one is 100% introverted or 100% extroverted and that we have it in us to be both and we may just have a preference. But as you know, as you are an instructor and you're a consultant and all of these things, the same thing with me and marketing and giving presentations, I turn on an extroverted side of Jerry when I need to. But my preference is to be on my couch. That is my preference, but... <laughs> You know, that doesn't work 24-7. So let me ask you, how did you first know about your introversion or truly understand what it meant? You know, I'm hearing from different people. Some people had their parents tell them or some people found out in high school or in college or at a company. Do you remember or having some discussion about that? Yes, absolutely. I really didn't understand and name myself as an introvert until I read Susan Cain's book about quiet, the power of introverts in a world that won't stop talking, Mm -hmm. right? I knew I had introverted behaviors, but I had never named them as such. And so I felt like I was always in in a situation where something didn't feel right, and yet I didn't know what was going on. So it really wasn't until Cain's message that kind of like the world is set up around us that in in extroverted ways and so in in organizations do the same thing and all of a sudden as an introvert you just didn't feel like you fit one of the things that was really a, a kind of a critical moment was back in my undergraduate days, which was really a long time ago, (laughs) I remember getting feedback from a friend of mine who said, you know, there's a lot of people that think you're really stuck up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, stuck (laughs) up. And what I did in hindsight is recognize that because I oftentimes walked around campus and my head was down and my brain was going a mile a minute and I wasn't doing the wave, the kind of like the homecoming queen wave to everyone. (laughs) that people misinterpreted that as me being arrogant as opposed to what was really going on is I was just having deep conversations with myself in my head. And uh, so, yeah, that was when I really figured out now that that was introversion right there. And we, uh, so many of us have similar stories where we were called bougie or called this and that (laughs) because it Mm -hmm. was a misperception or called mean and all of these other things, which are so far from the truth, because obviously we are in a society that celebrates and and rewards the opposite behavior, you know, the, the most outgoing. So I love hearing these stories from different people, but we all have that in common, all of us who identify as introverts. So I want to talk about your class. So I met Mm -hmm. Mary. Mary is the instructor of a class called Introverts as Leaders, Quiet Power as a Leadership Strength, and it was taught at Harvard University this summer. And I'm proud to say that I attended the inaugural class at Harvard, and it was a wonderful experience. Over 20 people from all walks of life. We were very diverse in our backgrounds and our professions, which was fascinating to me. But you shared that you've been teaching that class for six years previously at Simmons, which we talked about in your bio. So I'd love Mm -hmm. to know about the class itself. First, how did you come up with this idea and was it accepted? You know, tell us about it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So from the beginning in that trust 
chair position for leadership, I was asked to develop a leadership course that all Simmons University students would go through and that there would be multiple different versions of the course was kind of like, here's some core materials, but we developed the course so that faculty could add in material about leadership that they were really excited about. And so immediately I knew I wanted to do introversion. And the reason I picked introversion is that as a faculty member at that point, 25 years, I was always intrigued and struggling and trying to be supportive of my students in the classroom who never spoke up in class. And, you know, usually class participation was a big part of people's grades. And so I realized that you could see, I'd ask a question and you could see all this brilliant thinking going on in their heads, but it just could not come out. They could not get it out into the airtime in the classroom. And it wasn't until, again, about seven or eight years ago that I started recognizing clearly they're smart students. Clearly they have things to say, but the way most classrooms are set up are, again, unintentionally set up to advantage extroverts. So the extroverts would be the ones that are raising their hands all the time. So it started my path of really talking to a lot of these students to finding out what's going on and what they would need in order for me to be able to enable them to contribute to the group learning that was going on in the classroom. So the course that I then decided to do is about introverts as leaders. And right from the get-go, it was one of the courses that filled up the fastest with people that identified as, as introverts. And occasionally I'd get an extrovert in there, which I was always intrigued about that they were so smart that they were taking the course because they knew mm-hmm. that they had to manage and work on teams mm-hmm. with other introverts. And they really wanted to get to know what introverts was, was you know, what was going on with introversion. Wow. So over those six years, I was able to test out a lot of content, what really resonated. I also developed kind of a how to teach. So, for example, I immediately learned, which is what happens in most classrooms, the teacher asks an open-ended question. Well, what did you think about this homework reading assignment? Extroverts raise their hand. Introverts don't. In fact, they kind of, you know, just sit there. And what I realized is for them to be able to contribute is I had to do things differently, like tell people ahead of time, this is the conversation that we're going to have. Here's some questions that I'm going to ask so that they, introverts, could then think about it beforehand and start formulating their responses. Then oftentimes, I would put them into small groups and ask them to share their responses in their small groups. And then I would ask the small groups to share out what they talked about in their small groups. And at that point, introverts were well-prepared, had what they wanted to say articulated. They'd had sufficient time to do all the deep, critical thinking that introverts tend to do really well, and they'd be ready to share it in the classroom. So those six years at Simmons really prepared me for being able to then say, all right, there's not just students that are introverts, but there are professionals that need the same kind of training. And that's what uh, prompted me to do the, the Harvard course. 
I love so much of what you said. I was nodding and smiling. I want to go back to when you said how, you know, and as a professor and you're in in teaching students and you would see the brilliance. You said you could see Mm -hmm. like their minds working. And, you know, as you know, we're processing. We're taking Mm -hmm. all of this in. And there's different research that says it's, you know, we have longer neural pathways and all of these things that make us different. It makes so much sense to me. I love how you were sensitive to that and aware enough and were able to create something to help students thrive by giving Mm -hmm. them what they need, you know, to help sort out, say, level the playing field because the playing field wasn't necessarily for us. So thank you on behalf of your students. Thank you. (laughs) And for your class. So that's that's great. And so I want to also get back to the class. Tell us about the class itself. So I am a student. I am a graduate. I have Mm -hmm. a little certificate now. But tell us about the class and, and what it entails for people who might be interested in enrolling and enrolling in the next one. Great. So I I took the kind of like the best of content from my undergraduate courses and really framed it up for what would an executive or a, a professional need. And so there's really kind of two parts to the to the course. The first, well, maybe three parts. The first one is helping people understand that as introverts, you are working and living and attempting to lead and contribute in an environment that just is not set up for introverts. And all your contributions and all your efforts to lead may either be misinterpreted or may be invisible. People don't even see it. And so that's kind of like the first main message of the course. Where we did a lot of work in the course, where we do a lot of work in the course, is really rethinking and asking people to come up with what I call their leader profile, which is what are your strengths and what are what is the value that your strengths bring to a team, a, an organization, a social movement, anything that you're looking to lead or contribute to? And we do that through a series of what's called appreciative inquiry exercises, where Rather than looking at yourself and going, oh, as an introvert, I'm not good at public speaking. I'm not good at networking. And what historically introverts have tried to do is to get better at public speaking, at better at networking, which I call kind of filling the deficit. Instead, what these appreciative inquiry exercises do is really enable them to figure out what do they do really well and how people that they've interacted with have appreciated what they do really well. Mm -hmm. So it's really looking at their strengths as opposed to their deficits. And so that's like part two of the course is really understanding what you bring to the table. And then the third part is developing the strategies. All right, well, if I'm going to bring real strength, such as being able to listen to people deeply and to synthesize and identify themes or inconsistencies across conversations. And that means I'm doing it quietly and I'm listening in a meeting as opposed to participating in the meeting. I may be misinterpreted as not being engaged, not being motivated, not having anything to say. Mm -hmm. So that's just a quick scenario of what we take a look at and really try to identify the strategies that me as an introvert 
can employ to increase the likelihood that I will be able to engage and that when I do so, people see the value that I'm contributing and minimize the likelihood that they're misinterpreting Mm -hmm. what I'm doing. So I really see it as kind of understanding kind of where you sit in this society that tends to advantage extroverts, who you are as a leader and the strengths that you bring, and then finally the strategies for bringing those strengths to the table. Beautiful. And let me ask you, and I think you said, I mean, definitely at Simmons that you saw this fill up this course. I was curious Mm -hmm. about what was the response when you were pitching the idea, you know, to both Simmons and Mm -hmm. Harvard? Did they think who's going to who's going to enroll in that? What kind of response did you get when you pushed the idea? Mm. Well, at Simmons, I didn't, I mean, at both places, I didn't have any resistance. At Simmons, because we pay so much attention to the differential impact on your ability to lead based on your multiple social identities, and usually, I mean, most pronounced was Simmons is a women-centered school. So we would look at gender, but then we'd overlay other social identities. It just made sense to people there that introversion is another social identity, right? Introversion, extroversion is another social identity. At Harvard, again, I've been teaching there in their continuing or the professional development area for a while, and I've been teaching a Teams course. And so they came to me and they said, well, what else are you excited about? What else would you like Hmm. to teach? And so I pitched the idea of, of this introvert as leader, and they immediately went, oh, my gosh, there is no course like that out there. And they had repeatedly heard from participants that, you know, a one size fits all of their leadership courses just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they were very excited and were 100 percent on board right from the get go. I love that. That that makes me smile. So we're so glad that, that this worked out and you were able to bring this and create this this cool and, and interesting course that takes strategy and your strengths and all of that to help. And you're, again, you're advocating for introverts, just like I am, and empowering yes. and supporting. So thank you for that. And we are about to wrap up now. We're running out of time. But I wanted you to talk a little bit more. I know that the course at Harvard is being offered again in September. Uh, Can you give information to our listeners about how to find out more about it? Sure. The easiest way is just to do a Google search and put Introvert Leaders Harvard. And it should be pretty much up there in the top of the the results list because, again, Mm -hmm. no one else is doing this. Mm -hmm. And so you'll be able to find the website, jump into it, read more about it, and then have people that you can ask questions about if you decide that you want to try to register, which would be great. And I want to stress to people that this is continuing education. It's professional development. So anyone, you know, just like me, a marketing person or whatever your background is, we had a classroom full of military people, which was interesting, and people in technology and from all over various industries. So it's for anyone who wants to look at some sort of professional development. And it was very enjoyable for me. And again, I want to thank you. And I want to thank you for the class. And I want to thank you for today for being a guest on Hush Loudly. We're so happy to have you here today. Well, Jerry, it's been so fun having you in the classroom, reconnecting now and knowing that you are also out there 
advocating for introverts. And that's, that's a great thing. So glad to support your efforts. Thank you. Enjoy Hush Loudly. Please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to us. Did you know Hush Loudly has t-shirts? Yep, show the world you're an introvert without saying a word. We also have t-shirts for the extroverts in our lives who need us. Go to hushloudly.com slash shop.